Hey mama, I know you are so busy right now. I know that because I am too. You know, when the rubber meets the road and all the things are in full swing when it comes to work, your kid's school, extracurricular activities, birthday parties and holidays, workout routines, family gatherings, you name it, the calendar gets full fast. And it takes being a little or I think a lot of intentionality to show up and give your best to all the different demands of life. This is why I recently shared some of the things that have worked to help me structure my life during busy seasons. I don't have all the answers, but I definitely have some insight in this area. I think I'll be forever a student of time management strategies and mindsets because finding joy and simplicity in the busyness of life is such a blessing. And that's why we're here, right? To process life and to discover how to be an excellent wife, an intentional mother, and be successful in business or other endeavors all while giving glory to God every step of the way. We get to wrestle with and explore through our conversation the things that are going to help us not only structure our lives intentionally, but align our minds and hearts to God's will. Nothing is impossible through Christ. So in episode 34, I shared meaningful time management strategies to help you get organized, productive, and purposeful with your day. I literally walked you through step-by-step how to create your own daily rhythm and routine. This works well for me in busy seasons, and I'm continually looking for ways to get better and more efficient. So if you you want me to take you by the hand and literally set up your daily workflow so you can get the most important things done and create a smooth rhythm, go back and listen to episode 34. I think you'll find it really helpful. And then after that, in episode 35, I shared exactly what to do with your list at the end of the day so that you can bring closure to your calendar and go to bed with a full heart every night. You know how it feels like the list just never get done? Well, this strategy is beautiful because it helps you wrap up the day and really feel a sense of gratitude and accomplishment. So think of these last couple episodes as part one and part two of a time management secrets series, if you will. And today is going to be part three of that. Because honestly, we can't get enough support in this department and um, yeah, I'm here for that. So if you are not a calendar or a list person, or if you operate best flying by the seat of your pants, that's totally cool. I will tell you, my husband is opposite of me. He's wired that way. You know what? He gets a lot done and he's an amazing husband, an awesome father, and he's very successful in business. So you can totally do you. I don't want you to ever feel like just because your personality or natural tendencies don't jive with me that you have some kind of disadvantage. So whatever method or lack of method for organizing your busy life, this episode today is totally for you because it's always about finding what works for you, but at the same time, embracing the truth that it's not all about you. I'm going to talk all about this today. So keep listening for some valuable time management hacks for your heart. Welcome back to the Nourishing Mompreneur Podcast, where we get encouraged and empowered as we pursue our greatest potential within the walls of our home. Hey mama, my name is Michelle Hyatt and I'm so thankful you're here. Do you feel like your life is good, but something in you feels unfulfilled? Do you feel stuck in the trenches of motherhood, exhausted and working so hard, but feeling like you're getting nowhere? Do you have big dreams you hold in your heart, but you've been living small? Are you motivated for more, but don't have the clarity or the courage to do anything about it? 
Do you want to discover God's best and see if it's really possible to be an excellent wife, an intentional mother, and be successful in business, all for the glory of God? As a wife of 16 years, a homeschooling mama of five, and an entrepreneur, I know exactly how you feel, every bit of it. I truly believe that the most important work you will ever do is within the walls of your home and that there is purpose in every season. If you are a fellow business-minded mama with a heart for home and a love for Jesus, let's process this journey and grow together. Hey friend, what's up? So here's the deal. You can have the perfect calendar or schedule and feel equipped with the quote game plan of knowing exactly what to do. But here's the hard part. You actually have to execute. I am the queen of making plans and lists. I actually love it, but it's so much harder to actually do the things. Why? Because our thoughts and our emotions can so easily get the best of us. We get overwhelmed or tired or distracted or frustrated or interrupted one too many times, you name it. Our mindset and our heart set is the thing that can hold us back from really having success in our day. It's always about the heart of the matter. I'm always about getting to the root, getting to the source. And today I want to talk about the heart set and biblical perspective that's going to yield to peace in your day. So we know that the value of our day, it's not based on just getting things done. It's about finding fulfillment while managing motherhood and business or whatever responsibilities you have on your plate. By the way, I'm just going to mention because it reminded me, if you haven't yet, go over to nourishingmichelle.com and grab your free gift. I made it just for you. It's 10 tips to finding fulfillment um, as a mother, managing business and motherhood like a boss. You'll love it. 10 tips and strategies, um, lots of good information. It's just totally free for you to go grab. So go do that. But most importantly, it's about remembering that this life that you live is not all about you. You are here on purpose, for a purpose, and our ultimate goal is to bring glory to God. The Bible says in Proverbs 16, 9, we can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. It is good to steward your time well, to organize your life, your list, your calendar. There's nothing wrong with making a good plan. There's definitely nothing wrong with working hard. I think it's a beautiful, godly thing to work hard. However, at the end of the day, God must have the final say. How do we keep in mind and settle into the truth that it is God who ordains our steps? Well, one word, (laughs) surrender. Simple concept, but not easy. Let's talk about what it looks like in a practical sense as you go about your day. I'm going to share three strategies for executing all your plans, but first and foremost, keeping your heart humble and in check. I recently got back from a family vacation and I literally planned and set myself up to unplug from work and all responsibilities for like at least two weeks. I came home needing to hit the ground running as I was up against the start of the school year and all the fall activities and commitments were were beginning. And I felt frozen, feeling simply overwhelmed. Although I had my, quote, nourishing and necessary list all ready to go, if you don't know what that is, that's just my detailed daily workflow and schedule. Um, Talk about that over in episode 34. I was mostly organized to jump into our fall semester swing. However, I felt a major emotional resistance. I was feeling overwhelmed and 
anxious about all that I had to do and all that I had to carry. All my best laid out plans had to be executed, feeling the pressure and a little afraid of losing control. How could I get it all done, especially after feeling so off from vacation? You know how that is. You need a vacation from your vacation, um, but they're just not time. In these moments, my natural tendency is to A, either shut down or B, take control. Part of me wanted to freak out and cry and the other part wanted to just sit down and obsess over my list to gain some kind of greater sense of confidence. Um, hashtag control freak. <laughs> Anyone else been there where your subconscious is swirling with questions? Even though you don't even realize it, you're just like, man, back in the back of your mind, you're thinking, what if I fail? What if I'm in over my head? What if I let others down? What if? Have you been dealing in your life with any sense of frustration or fear when you evaluate your days and your weeks? What is your what if? I want to encourage you to sit down right now, to stop the multitasking, to push pause, and to identify what you're afraid of. What is stealing your peace or your joy or your sleep? What is it that's causing you to be anxious or insecure when it comes to your to-do list. Clarity is key to overcoming. And sometimes if we're feeling off in our emotions, it's important to sit down and figure out why. Figure out what subtle thought is stealing your peace. You've got to get to the root so you can then give it to God. Don't even move forward without first identifying the fears and lies that are robbing you of the joy that God has designed for you. I had to do that with myself. I had to sit down and say, Michelle, okay, this is how you're feeling. What is really going on? Why are you feeling this way? What is it that you're afraid of? Or what is going on? And then once I identified that, I was like, all right, cool. Like, that's actually not true. And here, God, you take it. And I could just let go and release those things. So that's like the first thing is to find your peace again. The Bible says, um, well, Jesus said in John 14, 27, he said, I'm leaving you with a gift. Peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. Jesus left us with peace. That gift is himself through the Holy Spirit. And peace is such a gift. I don't know about you, but like there's days where it doesn't matter. I could be on such a lack of sleep or have so much going on, but I just have a peace within and everything in the world is right. Like I can flow and I just know what to do and everything just is so smooth because I have peace within. Like that to me is everything. But then there's those days where it's not that way, where I'm striving and working and just trying in my own strength to, to do all the things and it just doesn't feel good. Listen, if you're a believer in Jesus Christ and his spirit dwells in you, you already have peace. You just need to get yourself out of the way. And all that to say, you can do all the best time management hacks and strategies. You can craft the best laid out plans, but what's inside the position of your heart, the attention of your mind matters. If you want to access the peace of mind and heart that can only be found in the spirit of God. And you don't have to work for this. You surrender to him. So once you have a minute to assess your heart, take those the root of those things that are robbing you of your peace and just take those, write it on a list if you need to, rip it up, throw it in the trash, whatever you need to do, but just lay it on the feet of Jesus. Just straight up from the beginning, 
give it to him and find peace in him because it is a gift he's given you and you don't need to carry those lies or those fears any further. And to me, this is just the first step, finding a place of peace because you know that the Prince of Peace dwells within you. Now that that's out of the way, on a practical level, let's talk about the heart set for how to handle your calendar and your daily schedule while protecting your peace. I'm a big believer in protecting your peace, but once we once we have peace and we're walking and abiding and dwelling with the Lord, we want to protect that. So how do we do that as we like conquer our day? Bottom line, you will not find joy or peace or a flow to your day when you make it all about you. If you're a woman of faith with a desire to honor God with your life, it's not going to satisfy you if you're only going through the grind of getting it all done and Jesus isn't the center. So pull out your daily schedule, open up your calendar, whatever that looks like, and let's talk about three specific ways to align your heart and really change your life because it's all about the heart. Remember how I shared that I was feeling paralyzed with overwhelm and when I went to dig into my calendar and all the demands of life? Well, I first identified the root and I released it. Then on a practical level, this is how I'm keeping perspective as I flow through my day and protect my peace every step of the way. Okay, so grab your calendar. I'm actually looking at mine right now. This is my daily list. I've got all my time blocks. It's all organized and ready to execute. So the first thing to do is invite God into your daily time blocks, thanking him for already being there. Remember how we went through each time block in episode 35 and brought gratitude as we effectively closed out the day? We went through and we kind of slashed through each time block, brought closure to the day, and kind of were able to just end with that beautiful feeling of thankfulness and accomplishment. But let's talk about what to do first to prepare your day, to prep your day. And as you flow through each time block and you pursue each task one by one, I want to encourage you to invite God into everything. Because the truth is, is that he's already there. He's already there. So one way you can do this is by thanking him. This just takes the focus off of you and puts the focus on him. So for example, I'm looking at a time block. I've got a homeschool time block, say from 9.30 to 12 with the kids. You know, before I shift and start homeschooling, I might just look at that. I'm looking at, there's all these things on there that I got to do. Just say, Lord, thank you for being with me. I invite you into this moment. I invite you into our time with homeschool. Lord, I thank you that you're already there. I thank you, God, for your love. Thank you for giving me love for these children and helping me delight in them. Lord, thank you for your joy. Thank you for your peace. Thank you, Lord, for your patience. Patience. Yes, Lord. (laughs) Thank you for that. Thank you that you're there. Thank you that you're going to give me wisdom and and help me be attentive to my child and each one of their needs and and just to enjoy the process and not just get the things done, but to truly meet their needs in every way. God, I just thank you for being with me. I thank you for the strength. I thank you for anointing me to teach my children, for giving me the grace for this day. That's just an example of how you can just really quickly in your heart, just invite him into your day. It doesn't even have to be that wordy. I'm just spouting off here. But the thing is, is that you can walk in faith and expectancy because God goes before you. Your future is his past and he's already there. And I just love, 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 love that truth. So if he's already there, you can look for him. 
invite him in, welcome his presence, and look for his fingerprints as you work. You don't even have to say a prayer formally or anything like that. I'm just saying like, as you go through your day, as you go through your time blocks, look for the Lord. He is in your life. He's within you. He's in every aspect of your day. So look for him. Thank him for being there. Just continually let this conversation flow. Okay. Number two, ask God about every detail and task. Do whatever he says and just determine to give God your yes. You know, as moms, we always want to say, trust your instinct. But the truth is that if the Holy Spirit lives inside of you, he is your instinct. That still small voice that guides and protects you. Attend. So prayer, it's simply talking to Jesus. And guess what? Jesus is a person. So ask him like you would ask anything. Just ask him about everything. Talk to him about everything. You don't have to get overly spiritual or religious about it. Sometimes at moments, it's like, I don't know. There are just so many things on our plate. Sometimes we have, we just don't even know where to begin or what to do next. It's like, Lord, where should I start? What should I do next? Ah, you know, you just kind of pause. And in that moment of hesitancy, you're just asking him, all right, Lord, what's next? What should I do? Which one should I do? Maybe it's not in the right order on my list, but what do you have for me? What is your design? God doesn't need perfect conditions to speak to you to have intimacy with you. You know, we as humans, we often need specific conditions to feel like we can draw near. We need that like uninterrupted quiet time, that music in the background or this or that. But God, he's not needy like that. Like he will meet you right where you're at in the momentary prayer of your heart as you're going about your day. And it takes faith to know that he cares and is listening. And it takes faith that he will answer. Remember your oneness, the fact that God is in you and you are in him. John 15, it talks about, I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. So you and the Lord, you guys are one. And in that oneness, as you walk in that oneness, you're going to bear fruit and you're going to get to do things because apart from him, it says you can do nothing. So it's really important that we just ask him about everything, invite him into our day, but ask him about everything because. He's there and he cares about the details and doesn't have to be some big formal conversation, but just getting into a habit of a continual prayer, knowing that, hey, Jesus is a person and he's with us and we can chat with him and he'll kind of prompt us into what is next and what's up, what's down, what's what. (laughs) You don't have to know it all and figure it all out. Just ask and listen, ask God about it and trust that he's going to lead. All right. And then the third thing. You could probably guess it. The third thing is surrender. Submit all your plans. I say this word a lot on the show because it's been a theme of my life this year, but I can't emphasize enough the art of surrender. I like saying art. That sounds, it makes it sound a little less messy, but it's really hard. It's really hard. (laughs) Surrender is simple, but it's not easy. And I believe it's really an act of obedience as we walk with Jesus. Letting him have first place as we flow through our day. Why? Because a life surrendered brings glory to God. And that's the whole purpose we're here. It's not about adding God to your day to get more out of it than what you want. It's about surrendering your day so that God gets what he wants. He has good plans and dreams for you. 
It's not just about what you want for you. He has plans for you. You're a part of his story. It's not just taking him and piecing him into your life. He is worthy of it all. I had the picture as yesterday as I was just thinking about this conversation of a father and daughter dancing and just imagining my day as a dance. You know, when you dance with somebody, you may be going all over the place, but it's beautiful if the Lord's leading. And maybe sometimes you just feel helpless or you're just struggling with control and you just need to stand on the feet of Jesus like a little girl would stand on her father and just let him literally move your feet and trust him that much. You know what isn't pretty? Resistance. It's not pretty when, I mean, think about what how chaotic and awkward it gets if a man and a woman are dancing or a father and a daughter, however you want to visualize that. And the dad's just gently leading and guiding and she's pulling away. She's resisting. She's trying to do her own thing. It just, it just doesn't look good. It's not good. It's not beautiful. But unity, unity is beautiful. And I guess that's why the Bible talks about denying ourselves and crucifying our flesh. Our flesh is always going to want to fight. It's always going to want to resist the call on our lives. He said, after all, Jesus said, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. That is the call. That is the call. So we have to get over ourselves and walk in the call that he's given us. So here's one thing that you can do practically to remind yourself to surrender it all as you prep or as you go about your day. So imagine your entire list, like you've got your whole calendar, maybe it's your whole day. Look at the whole thing as a as one package, if you will. And imagine your entire calendar circled and surrendered, circled and surrendered. And just say, God, this is your day and I'm here to do your will. That's it. If you did nothing else but prayed that prayer, amazing. Praise God. That's awesome. Bring intention to hold your schedule, your tasks, your to-do list loosely as you seek to bring honor to God in all that you do. Our plans are not always his plans. And the beauty of these three steps is that it addresses your heart, the position of your heart, because that's what matters most in life. It's not just about getting things done or earthly gains. You can crush your day, but if God is not the source, you're not going to be satisfied. If God is not on the throne of your life, then you're going to be the center of it and you'll end up striving in all that you do. And this is exhausting and leads to burnout. So as you go through your day, check in with your heart, the peace in your spirit. You can do all the best time management hacks and strategies, but what's inside the position, the posture of your heart, the attention of your mind matters. If you want to access the peace of mind and heart that can only be found in Christ. And this is a gift that you don't have to work for. You just surrender to him. It's simple and it's freeing and it takes the pressure off of you because the focus isn't on you. Most importantly, a life surrendered brings glory and honor to God. And that's why we're here to bring God's kingdom to earth in all that we do. But we can't do that if the king is not on the throne of our hearts. 
Guys, I share this with you so humbly, like you have no idea. I literally share the things that I'm learning and working through and I know good and well that I'm accountable for every word that I speak. So as I sit down and ask God what's on his heart and what I'm to share and as I start to put these thoughts and ideas together, I am literally like working these things out in my own life. And it is so hard. Like I, I say, yeah, it's simple and it's freeing and it takes the pressure off of you, but it's really difficult to like crucify your flesh and deny yourself and to be humble and lay down yourself for the Lord. It's challenging, but I am literally walking this out with you guys because it's so important. It's so important. And the only reason we wrestle is because we just are in the habit of us being in the driver's seat so much. The Bible verse says, seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added. And we just have to trust that as we seek his heart for our lives, for every detail of our lives, if we seek first the kingdom, he's going to work everything else out. He's going to work it all out. I was watching Chosen last night with the kids and I was just reminded that Jesus was a man on a mission to do the will of his father. There was a scene where Jesus was standing there with a couple of his disciples and some Guys walk by. I'm just like totally butchering and paraphrasing, but I'll give you the idea. Some some guys walked at walk by, excuse me, and they spit at them and say some awful things. And his disciples are like ticked. They're like, Jesus, they're like, hold me back. He's like literally like holding them back. He's like, call down fire from hell. Like he is mad. And Jesus is just like, like, what is the point? He's like, I'm okay with it because that's not why I'm here. Like, I am here on a mission. And for me to, to call down fire from heaven, that's going to hurt that mission that I'm on. I'm here to do the will of my father. And for me to sit there and be upset and to do what could be seen as the right or just thing, like they deserved it. It wouldn't have been wrong of him to do that because they were like being awful. That's not going to serve the mission that God has for me. And he just was humbled. He humbled himself to the will of the father and did not let pride get in the way. The pride of life so easily gets in the way. And it was just really interesting how in the episode last night that we were specifically watching how the disciples, again, this this is just giving an idea of what it would have been like, but they were at the table at one point. Jesus was like, I'll be back. I'm leaving. And they're just always like, man, where is he going? What's he doing? He was so unpredictable, but he left to go walk and pray. And all the disciples are at the table and they're, they're having this conversation and they're frustrated at like, man, okay, what do we do? How can we anticipate where our next day is going to be? Let's kind of like map out the next month. Where are we going to go next? Where are we going to eat? Where are we going to stay? Like they were wanting and wrestling with this like deep sense of trust in the day to day. They wanted to kind of have a plan and it seemed good. It seems normal to want to have good intentions and, and kind of protect Jesus and make sure he's taken care of and that everything's figured out his itinerary. However, that wasn't his desire. He didn't want his disciples to trust him day by day. He wanted them to just give him their yes. What, wherever he said to go, he wanted them to follow. Whatever he asked them to do, he wanted them to do. And God wants us to trust him with our daily bread. It is good to make plans. It is good to make intentions. It is good to, to, to work hard. But at the end of the day, we have to be willing to throw it all aside, to give God our yes, to let him be our daily bread, and just to trust him day by day. That's one thing that the Lord's really been teaching me too, 
I don't know if it's just for me in the season or if it's the times that we're living, but if I look too far ahead in the future or try to anticipate or speculate, it's like really overwhelming and scary and I don't know, sad and all kinds of stuff. We just live in a crazy time, but I just, I, I feel like he wants me to have short vision. He wants me to just trust him day by day. And I'm learning, I'm getting better, and I'm okay with that because I get it. I don't, I don't want to jump ahead or try to run ahead of him in any way. So all that to say, this scheduling our life, the way we set up our day, it's not about fitting Jesus into your box. It's about submitting your box to fit in his plans, his purpose for your life. There is a bigger mission than your to-do list. And the everyday work is actually holy work when it's surrendered. You want to follow Jesus? You want to be like him? He came to this earth for one reason only, to do the will of his father. And I want my focus to be to do the will of my father too, which means that I've got to loosen my grasp on my plans and give him my yes with whatever he calls me to. And I'm not saying this to sound super spiritual because it can seem like that, but I encourage you to ask God about it. Ask him all your questions, invite him into your daily grind, look for him in the mundane, and at the end of the day, lay your list, your life, down for his glory. This is a very humbling reality to come to when your heart begins to wrap around the call and also the cost of pursuing Jesus, because it's both. It just is. Remember, pursuing your greatest potential is pursuing the person of Jesus. You were made for a purpose, on purpose, for such a time as this. So however you choose to implement time management logistics, it doesn't really matter. Let me just kind of wrap this up and recap a minute. You can write your to-do list on the back of a receipt. doesn't matter if you have your Google Calendar, if you do it all on paper in a paper planner, however that looks. But if you surrender that little planner, that little receipt, whatever it is that you order your day on, if you surrender it to the Lord, you're going to bring glory to him. So what it might look like is this. You've got your daily, I call mine the nourishing and necessary list. It's all the things that are necessary that have to be done. And then the things that are nourishing to me that are most important to me during my day. Of course, there's all the the details added in after that, but that's, it's basically the daily rhythm. You've got that piece of paper. And as I transition to each time block, I'm just going to invite God into it. I'm going to thank him for already being there and for who he is, for who he is to me and is going to be for me. And then as I go through each time block, as I kind of just hash through and check through each task line by line, I'm going to ask God about everything, give him the details, and I'm going to trust his leading. You'll be prompted to pray when you lose your peace. And then overall, Take your entire mapped out day, take your entire list and imagine drawing a giant circle around it. Look at the day as a whole and imagine yourself taking that list and laying it at the feet of Jesus. Circled and surrendered like we talked about. Again, I'm not saying not to do anything. This is all about positioning your heart towards Jesus by fixing your attention on him, bringing him into everything, holding onto your plans loosely. God desires our heart. He wants our attention, and that requires us laying down the distractions and the busyness in exchange for him minute by minute. And I always think about the Martha and Mary story where he's like, Martha, Martha, you're, you're so busy. You're so distracted. Oh, 
I'm like often the biggest Martha ever, <laughs> you know, but he wants our attention. There is one thing that is most important and it is him. It's not about being religious. This is about awareness, awareness that your life is not your own and that you are never alone. Set your intentions, friend, but flow in his rhythm. You don't have to cling on to your time blocks or your task list for dear life. What brings fulfillment to your life? What brings meaning to all the hard work and the mundane tasks and craziness that you deal with on the day to day? It's Jesus. He is the source and the satisfaction, but you have to let him have that space. You let you have to let him have first place. Let him be that one thing, the most important thing. And I know you love getting things done, but we can't forget him. We can't forget the first things first. And from that place, from his presence, from our heart being postured in the right place, we can get up and then get to work. And this is what's going to change our lives because God is at the center and all that we do is going to honor him. I know it often doesn't make logical sense, but surrender is the best secret for biblical success because that's just the mystery of the gospel. You take your place, low, humble, and God takes his. You lay your life down and God raises you up in his life. You will overcome the overwhelm as you look at the face of Jesus and release control. We will have to consciously choose to put him first on the daily, but it's worth it. It's worth it. I hope these practical tips bring more awareness so that you can keep him the focus as you flow through your day and enjoy peaceful productivity. So let's just pray before we go. Father God, thank you so much for your goodness to us. Lord, I just thank you that you are one with us, that we have your gift of peace in our life. And I pray that we would just walk in it, that we would dwell with you, that we would abide in you every day and every minute of our lives. Lord, I pray that as we start each day, that we would just welcome you, welcome you. Lord, we say, welcome, Holy Spirit, come. Lord, we give you our day. We lay it at your feet. Before we even our feet even hit the floor, we just say, here, God, do whatever you want in my life. Lord, work in my life. I give it to you. I've made my plans, but I thank you and I trust that you're going to ordain every step. Lord, and I pray that you bring more awareness that as we flow through our day, time block to time block, task to task, that we would just not only invite you in and ask you about everything, but that we would look for you knowing that you're there, you're speaking to us, you're with us, God. And we would just thank you for who you are to us in that moment, Lord. Lord, I thank you for equipping and empowering us for such a time as this, Lord. We live in a crazy world and there's a lot to carry as a mother. There's a lot to carry as a wife and juggling business or whatever other endeavors we have on our plate, Lord. We, each mom, we, we carry so much, God, but we just take it all, Lord, and we just give it to you because we can't do it alone. We need your strength, God. And I thank you that in our weakness, you make us strong. So we just trust you, God, and we just put you on the throne of our life, Lord. We just thank you that you are Prince of Peace over our lives, King of Kings. And as we seek you first, Lord, as we seek your kingdom first, we just pray and thank you that you will work out everything else in our lives as we trust you. And I pray that our lives would honor you, God, that we would bring glory to you in all that we do, and we would be able to make a difference and an impact in our world. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Are you like Mama So? Please leave a review.
Hey mama, real quick before you run off and do all the things, if you found value in today's conversation, it would mean the world to me if you left a review and subscribe to my podcast. I know you know how precious time is. The biggest thank you you can give me for taking the time to share on this podcast is to leave a written review. This helps me on my mission to encourage and empower others who are pursuing their greatest potential from home. So head over to iTunes, scroll down to the bottom of the Nourishing Mompreneur podcast to rate and leave a super quick review to let me know what spoke to your heart. And if you're feeling a little extra today, take a screenshot of today's episode and tag me on social. I value your time so much and appreciate you connecting with me. Find me at nourishingmichelle.com forward slash connect. 